The rump lines are open. The views, opinions, and representations expressed on the KGOS Radio Network and its website are those of the host, guest, and participants, and they are not necessarily those of or endorsed by the network, its affiliated stations and broadcasts, management, or advertisers of the network. The show is found under LGA Broadcasting Network. UFO Talk Radio can, but does not necessarily promote any particular lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or other personal practice. These shows are for entertainment purposes only, and they are not intended to treat or diagnose and or claim to cure any disease or condition, or give any medical or legal advice. All music is purchased and owned by LGA Broadcasting. Got the windows rolled down, got the radio up, and I'm heading out of Vegas tonight. And it's a half past one on a four-day run, and the desert is a welcome sight. I can see you there in that dress you wear, and it's keeping my foot on the gas. I drink a gallon of Joe just to make it back home and hold you in my arms and laugh. You're listening to Glenn Leary on UFO Talk Radio. From the LGA Broadcasting Networks. From deep in the desert of Nevada, broadcasting to the world, it's the Glenn Larry Show. I do bid everybody welcome. I do. Welcome from across the time zones and wherever you may be. I must say thank you for listening. To all the private broadcasters out there, I mean, I say to the small stations, micro guys out there also, the late night drivers, ham operators, 73s to you, and to W60 Baker Baker, that's, that's Whiskey 60 Baker Baker, thank you. He is a silent key. K6RCL, thank you, Dennis. KPFF. KPFF up there in Prompt, Nevada. FM station, great little station, I'll tell you for sure. KBHR 57 AM, Cisco, Alaska. We do thank you. And from all the listeners, all the world, I bid you welcome. Oh, yes, I'll tell you for sure. We're going to have a cool night. I told you earlier, um, last few shows about a gentleman named Ed, and I believe he's from Arizona. He is going to tell his story about pictures that he has taken at Area 51. And that's pretty remarkable, I'll tell you that. I believe it. I've seen the photograph. And I have a copy, but we'll be showing this a little, little later on here. First, I got to thank a lot of folks out there. Really have to do that. Um, Sheldon Battery, thank you very much for their help in our studios and our backup batteries. If you want to know about batteries, contact Sheldon Battery. Talk to, talk to Jeff down there, number 702-362-8180. And Carpets and Tile USA. I do thank Fran out there for donating the carpet to our studios out here. Um, you want to know about carpet? Nah, give him a call. There's all sorts of stuff you need to know when you start buying carpet for your house or whatever your office, whatever it may be. 702-265-4419. Yeah, yeah, great guy. Friend, he's helped me out. He's been on radio, too. He loves radio. And, of course, a big shout-out to uh, uh, Diner out there, the Creekside Diner in Pennsylvania. It's in Kennett Square. 
can't miss the place. Great food, fantastic food. She's a great lady. She supports, of course, EMS, the fire police, the first responders. Karen out there, we say hello to you. And to Chief Hall out there in Pennsylvania, Avondale, uh, Station uh, 23, and to all this crew out there, the folks that work so hard. On to Clark County stations, 78, 77, and 87. We thank you also. All the doctors, emergency folks, and techs, boy, we love you. Thank you so much for everything. I'll tell you for sure. Um, have you ever been to Good Springs, Nevada? Well, there's a place called the Pioneer Saloon. Yes. And I've been around since, well, 1913. And, uh, they have a lot of fun there. When I go down there, I have a lot of fun. <laughs> For sure. Yes, it is haunted. Um, sometimes the spirits and the drinks, well, no, there's really spirits there. I have seen spirits. Um, Quite different to see, I'll tell you for sure. Karaoke on Wednesdays and Friday nights, live music, of course. And Friday and Saturday and Saturday night, live music. Sunday also. But you got to check out Old Man Liver. Old Man Liver, he comes in there once in a while, but I'll tell you, he has his own whiskey. <laughs> when I told you about spirits and your drink, well, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I enjoy him, too. Got a great family. It runs the place now. Um, the workers down there are fantastic, the bartenders and all the staff. Great people. It's the Pioneer Saloon down there at um, in uh, Good Springs. It's where I live. I'm just letting you know. That's where I come down and sail all my friends. I have meetings down there also. They have big groups and parties. If you have questions about the history, give them a call, 702-674-6809. Yeah, okay, we got that out of the way. That's kind of a long thing, but we got to do it. We, we thank them for their contribute to the station. You know, i got to stay on the air. <laughs> oh yes we will be back right after this every day people are afraid to report violent crimes in times like these choosing to report a crime or helping the police can be a difficult decision a no snitching culture has sprung up in our communities making it unpopular and sometimes even dangerous to report a crime do the right thing by calling 911 or your local crime tip line if you're the victim of a crime report it if you know about a crime report it to learn more about how to do the right thing visit ncpc.org or contact your local law enforcement agency a message from the u.s department of justice national crime prevention council and the ad council Mom, you wanted to talk to me? The calendar hypnosis into Thumbtack Cushion, completely tailwind. And sewing elephants plant before cartoon paper cups. So numbers renovate. If your teenager is trying drugs or alcohol, would you know the right words to use? Afterward, lightly fish scale doorbell. Find out what to say at drugfree.org. A message from the Partnership for a Drug-Free America. Now, back with Glenn Larry on UFO Talk Radio, deep in the desert of Nevada. And I am back. Thank you, Ross, for his great work he does, too, I'll tell you for sure. All right, now, I promised you a cool show. <laughs> on the line, I have a gentleman here has quite a story, and he's been through quite a bit. Um, he's not a phony. He is a real guy, does and knows what he's doing. And he took these pictures, and, well, we'll let him tell the story. His name is Ed. Ed, are you on the line, sir? Yes, I am, and thank you for taking the time to listen to me and take a look at my pictures. Well, thank you. Uh, we've been talking for the last month or two, I guess, about this, and a friend of mine told me about you. And um, I do re research about everybody I have on, and I must say it's I'm just flabbergasted to see what I see. 
I wish I had a better copy of this picture, although the one that you sent me, and I couldn't blow it up and get it, uh, whatever. We'll put it, we'll, we'll, we will put this on the web page and get it taken care of right and properly for you. It's my fault. So, But uh, let's go on with the story. How did it all begin about well, the photograph? Okay. I used to be a freelance photographer, journalist for two prestigious hot rod magazines when I lived in Southern California. Mm -hmm. So that's where my experience as, as a photographer comes from. And we'll fast forward 30 years plus to Las Vegas. Um, DMV was having a contest and it was brought to my attention by my wife at the time. We are no longer married. Okay. And she said they're having a contest. So why don't you submit a photo and let's put Area 51 back on the map. Hmm. I said, are you sure? She goes, yeah, let's go. So it was myself, my wife at the time, and my neighbor. We jumped in her car and took off the Area 51. Mm -hmm. And basically what I did is along the way, I did like a little dock. I have pictures of various places, you know, ET Highway. There was a defunct gift shop. I took a picture of that with the car because they wanted to see the car in the license plate for DMV. Oh, okay, of course. This is a shot you're going to take. Yeah. yeah, they were looking for, you know, a particular shot. So I took a bunch of, you know, various photos, you know, with the car and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So we keep going. And I came up to the dirt road, the 14-mile dirt road that everybody talks about. I parked on the other side of the road and then took a picture of it looking down. This is at Area 51, correct? This is at Area 51. Okay. So we go down the highway, make a left, go down the dirt road. I've never seen a dirt road so well-groomed in my life. I've worked in the oil industry all over the world. Mm -hmm. I've lived all over the world, and I've visited all over the world. I've never seen a dirt road that's graded with signs, dip signs, speed limit. There was a, a grader about halfway down. Right. And at the very end, before you hit the signs, there's like a turn sign. It's like a dog leg. Okay. Because it goes straight, and then the last, I'd say, maybe 1,000 feet. I could be wrong, give or take. Mm -hmm. It's a dog leg, and all of a sudden, boom, there's the sign. No trespassing. You know, you will be dealt with. So mm -hmm. we stopped, got out, I'm messing with my camera. I asked my friend, where's my wife? She says, she's there. I went, where? There. She's past the sign. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She's cruising up the dirt road, <laughs> and guess what she's headed to? The white pickup truck that's up on the hill, the top of the hill. Uh, yeah, so, that's very dangerous. <laughs> right. I've, I've seen it up there on various programs, um, you know, History Channel, UFO stuff, all yes. kinds of stuff. Yes. And I've heard about this truck numerous times. Oh, good. Here she goes. And I've also seen on TV where they have these uh, pink Jeeps. Right. Tour company out of Vegas. Okay. That come out there. They through the sign and they pulled him over. Okay. In a heartbeat. But nothing. I hollered at her. She finally came out of whatever she was in. Yeah. And she came back to the car. I said, what are you doing? She goes, I don't know. So what do you mean you don't know? So something's calling me to the truck. Something's calling her to the truck. And it's up on a hill. Now, folks, if right. you don't know what this truck is, it's normally full of security guard with weapons. And it's told deadly force do not go on this property. I mean, they have all the, it's the government. And they can shoot you and take you down. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. So I said, really? She goes, yeah. So I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting to go to jail. I'm scared wow. to death they're going to wow. take us to jail. Wow. Nobody shows up. Not a soul. 
So, okay, we're standing around. And I keep looking. I'm going, how can you go, you know, what stops you? And all of a sudden I see these little fluorescent orange dots everywhere. Well, I've come to find out later, that's their fence line. Oh. There's antennas. There's all kinds of stuff all over the place. Right. And also stuff that you don't see. Right. And the ground. So another guy shows up. Mm-hmm. We start talking. And we're taking pictures. Him and I go up on this little hill where I took this picture. And we both take our cameras and we're trying to look inside the truck. With your lenses. Because, yeah. Uh-huh. He's got a bigger lens than I got. My lens was a 200. That's the biggest I have. Okay. We couldn't see anything in the truck. It was just dark. So we're going, well, somebody's got to be in the truck. It just didn't get there by itself. Right. So he leaves. He's gone. Now, let me ask so, you this. Was this a hot day? Cold day? Yeah, Were there clouds? So. No, it was a nice sunny day. It wasn't really hot. It was probably in the 80s. Okay. So you know, maybe 90s. I mean, it wasn't really hot. You know, but the whole time this truck's up there, I don't hear any AC kicking in and out. And I don't hear it running <laughs> at all. So he leaves and we decide we're all going to go to the um, cafe and Rachel. And we're all going to have dinner together. And then we're going to come back at dark, Area 51, and see what it's like at nighttime. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is. So he went to the gas station. He left. Right. And in the meantime, before he decides to leave, I'm standing at the edge of the road. Mm-hmm. On the other side is asphalt. And all of a sudden, I see this big old dust cloud. Oh, somebody's coming. I never saw nothing. I never heard nothing but a dust cloud. Hmm. So the three of us are taking pictures underneath the sign. So the truck's there during those two. My picture, the truck's gone. Uh-huh. The truck disappeared. I never heard it start. I never heard it go into gear. I never heard it do anything. But I have heard on the History Channel and from other places that the truck is propulsion-driven. Interesting. For them to get it in and out, sometimes they'll flatbed it. Okay. So, how to get down there? Well, if it was where to go? Well, it obviously didn't start up. Uh, No. Yeah. So, do you you think that maybe the propulsion system, whatever it had on it, moved it, or you said it's something about a flatbed? That's I've heard and I've seen on the History Channel that they showed pictures of it. Of this flatbed big rig coming in, they're loading it on there okay. and they're offloading it. But how does it get on the flatbed? I heard that they don't drive it. Interesting. I just quite so, to... <laughs> when I looked up and saw it gone, mm-hmm. oh, something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. So I ran and grabbed my camera. Mm-hmm. I had my camera in my hand, I had a 50 on it, and I had a 200 in my pocket. And I dropped the 200 and ran because I didn't know what was going on. Yours. So I took a picture of the truck (laughs) and think nothing of it. We get in the the car, go down, have dinner at the uh, Alien Cafe. The other guy shows up, and we go back to Area 51, just down the dirt road. So we get down there, and we're playing with the guards. This time I can hear the AC kicking in and out, and I can also hear the engine of the truck. Is it a different truck at this point? Is it a different truck? It has to be. Yeah, it's obvious. Well, I can't say that it's different, mm-hmm. but I know okay. from looking at the pictures, it didn't have the light bars on it that this one did. Mm. 
Okay. Because this one had light bars across the roof and across the grill area. Because what we did is we kept playing with them to see what was up. this going to uh um how this is going to work out for you because you've got something here and you're afraid to tell somebody about it is this correct i was afraid to tell anybody i sat on that picture for over a year i was scared to death i used to carry it with me i was afraid to do anything with it wow amazing and who'd you get a hold of who'd you contact about these photographs once you opened your mind to do so to go contact this is what I've got. This is what I've seen. Um, but did you go to the press? Who did you go to? Well, what I'd like to back up just okay. one bit. All right. Um, I was on the internet, okay. and I was researching UFOs, and they showed a UFO. It looked like a travel trailer. It was in downtown LA. Mm -hmm. It was April twelfth. I can't remember the year. It must have been a year in that six-month time frame right. after I took my picture because in my picture, there's a travel trailer. Okay. Or I think it's a travel trailer. It looks like a travel trailer, but it looked like the same picture. So then I started to get more interesting, and I tried to contact, but I didn't know who to contact or get a hold of them. I knew somebody years ago at Popular Mechanics, but I couldn't find them. Mm -hmm. I looked up, and I tried to get a hold of MUFON. I tried to send it to him. That didn't work, mm -hmm. so I found out they had a chapter in LA, in Las Vegas, okay. and I 
started talking with them, supposedly from what I was told by the director and the assistant director at the time, because Lufant refused to accept it, they refused to do anything with it, supposedly they both resigned. Okay. And that was that was then. That was years years ago. People move on. And then the lady at Mufant, the assistant director, was telling me some of the stuff. There's um, a dollar sign. She said that's some type of a device. Um, there's a dragon. She said that's another type of device. I asked her about the sphere that's in there. She said she didn't know what that was. Mm -hmm. She told me that there was a tunnel that went from Area 51 to L.A. because they do have an Air Force base. And after that, she shut down and said, I can't tell you no more. Hmm. I went to um, George Knapp, actually his partner. She was retiring that day. Uh, she's the one with George Knapp that broke the story on Bob Lazar. I do believe that everything he said is true. Oh, I do too. After some of the stuff he said, especially it was either him or somebody on one of the UFO channels said oh. that they used the guards or the aliens for guards on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Well... I guess so, because they didn't come after my wife at the time, and look what's driving the pickup, and it's not Mickey Mouse. Um, yeah, uh, it's not Mickey Mouse. Um, I want to show the picture right now. I'm going to try to attempt to put this on. All right, folks, I'm going to come to you with this picture. This is the picture up at Area 51. All right, there is the pickup. It's up the hill, as you can see. And by the door there, if you can look closely by the door frame, you'll see in the background right there next to it, in yellow, you can see that alien. It kind of blends in a bit, but he is there. Then as I travel across the windshield and down to the, to the bed of the truck right here, we'll get down there. Um, see him there, that little round head? There he is. There's the little alien. And you can see it right there. I'm trying to hold still for you, folks. And I couldn't get the rest of it. I tried. Now we're going to go close into the truck. And there is something there. As I can see now with this, I don't know how it's working out, but it, I can see him, you know. Now, this is incredible. And again, he took the picture. It came out like so. And then he zoomed in and did what he had to do to enlarge it to see it. Now, <laughs> this is real stuff. I have seen many times and um, experienced things with folks that have shown me things about aliens and pictures of aliens. And I go, oh, just, I'm not sold. And you see the fake stuff on the Internet, TikTok and all that stuff. And here's the alien shaking hands with the president or, or with Hitler. I, I don't know. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, it's, this one is the real McCoy. And you went to all these people. Uh, you even sent it to the president, correct? No. No? Uh -uh, I didn't do that one. I, I basically stayed away from the government. I went to the local news agencies because when I lived in L.A., I worked for this company that we supplied the PR cars to all the various photojournalists, news media, everything. Mm. And I used to be able to talk to them. When I lived in Las Vegas, I couldn't talk to nobody. And they said, oh, you can't get near our stars. 
I went to Monica Jackson because every year she would say, oh, let's go to Area 51 and look for aliens on Halloween. Right. So after I got the picture, I sent it to her for her birthday. Now, Happy me... birthday. Watch what you wish for. I dropped off a package at the station and I emailed it to her. I sent her various emails. She never responded. And she quit talking about Area 51, aliens, whatever, after that day. Well, if she's listening, I think because she might think about some other things right now. I'll tell you for sure. Might you know, ponder so, a bit about it all. Now, why do you think these aliens are by this truck? Why do you think that is happening? Well, I've heard various stories that there's one that... The car door is open. I don't, And there's nobody likes, in there. Um, it's crazy. He likes to listen to music. So somebody went out and bought him a real nice stereo and stuck it in a truck so he could <laughs> drive it around and listen to music. And I've heard that they put guards inside. I've heard there's graves on the property. You know, people say Paul White. Yeah. Well, in the in the picture, if you look, and it's an extended cab. If you look through that window, right, you see a little one standing. It looks like he's made out of some type of metal because he's got three dorsal fins. He's got a strap that looks like it goes halfway around his head. Right. So he's got three look like metallic buttons on his head. Mm -hmm. And if you look in the picture, there's another one talking to another gray at the end of the truck. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's a little bit of a, a line because they're all getting a line to go on their little spacecraft to go back to the base. I've heard numerous rumors, and I still believe what Bob Lazar said. Right. I'm trying to show I also believe what Jackie Gleason said. Yeah, I do too. Jackie said that he Nixon showed him some alien bodies. Yeah. And uh, it really changed his life. His wife said he was a changed man after that. Yeah. Pretty crazy. See it there, folks? Mm -hmm. I'm getting emails. Uh, people say, bring him on video, blah, blah, blah. I can't, I can't do that. This is, they're out there. We're here in the station, but uh, uh, bring them on video. I like that. Um, we did have a bit of a kick up here ourselves, but we're, we're back on doing well. Um, so now, do you think that they're driving that truck? You think they're involved in the truck or just hanging out? Is it true that I heard you have said to me that uh, you may be there? doing security that's i mean look that's obvious in my eyes after i, I sat and thought about everything <laughs> because if it's such a restricted area how come they never showed up anybody that goes past that sign they either shoot they arrest or they go to jail the sheriffs will come in and take you to jail oh yeah i know <laughs> people have gone to the gate mm -hmm. Just and tried that. to go past the gate and have gotten thrown in jail. Oh, yeah. Nothing happened. Nobody showed up. Oh, but all of a sudden, this truck moves, and I get this picture. Who's driving it? Although there is a person, if you look, you see, I got a profile of him. It looks like Gargamel. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, I mean, how did it, I mean, did they push it? There was enough of them. They could have pushed it down there. Yeah, but then how are they going to get it out of the gully if it's not running? Those uh, guys are quite maybe a little strong, those uh, well, critters. I, I keep hearing <laughs> the grays are the most aggressive and the most powerful ones out of all of them. Oh, you've heard that. That's what I've okay. seen on TV and mm -hmm. what people have attested to. I haven't encountered one, so I really don't know. Oh, no, do I want to tell you the truth? No. I don't think they're all love and fuzzy like they say they are. I think that this is... No. Uh, uh, maybe something we don't want to get involved in. Um, but yet now, people go out there, take the tours, Area 51. And may I mind you, everybody, that I do have Area 51 
talkradio.com, along with uforadio.com, and all the archives are on this on those websites. Um, yeah, how much fun. Um, well, I ahead. also took the picture and blew it up as much as I could, like some of the pictures I sent you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sent them to the Alien Cafe. Another word. Every time I send them to somebody, nobody responds. You're the only person that responded. Everybody's too afraid. Wow. Crazy. Um, well, I, I take people on because I believe what they're talking about. I believe that uh, this is, uh, I take you for, take your word for it. And now I've seen the photograph. It's kind of really goes, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to be, we're going to be back right to this. So, Ed, just hang in there for a minute, would you please? Sure. No, right. no problem. You got it. You ignore the signs, so you enable. You don't want to sound like a hypocrite, <laughs> so you enable. You don't want to alienate your child, so you enable. But if you think they're trying drugs, well, you shouldn't be afraid. Son. You are the parent. So you are able. You are strong. So you are able. There are others just like you. So you are able. And we can help. So you are able. Get help at drugfree.org. A message from the Partnership for a Drug-Free America. Now, back with Glenn Larry on UFO Talk Radio, deep in the desert of Nevada. Now, back with Glenn Larry on UFO Talk Radio, deep in the desert of Nevada. Okay, I am back, everybody. Um, I have gotten messages from uh, several people here that uh, uh, one gentleman says, it looks like the image of the ETs were dropped in the photograph. Uh, I went to watch you know that your camera he was using was a, was it, is it film or digital? That's what they're asking. The digital. It's digital. Okay. Hope I got that yeah. for you. Um, so that is interesting. It's, those are hard to fake. And uh, I believe your story because the way this, this was taken. And uh, I promise you folks, I have a better photograph on my webpage. Once Ed comes over, we're going to do that together um, because this is one of a kind and it's got some well, real good, you know. Let me go ahead. Can I explain something? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yes. I was a professional photographer. That was with film. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't push film, you can't play with film. Mm-hmm. With this, yes, I know that you can. You can. But my problem is, is I had a hard enough time just trying to blow up the pickup truck, the alien craft, and everything else that's in those pictures. And every time I did, I'm wasting ink, paper, and everything else. I don't know how to Photoshop. I don't know how to do all this stuff. Yeah. You know? So you can say whatever you want to debunk. That's fine. Well, you, know, you know what? Ed, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And there was a picture taken of me playing piano at the Pioneer back in the day. And there's an orb over me. And the guy had a digital camera and took the picture. And uh, that wasn't faked. Um, he took also pictures with a, with film. This guy had several cameras. And they were both there on the, on the films and on the digital film or digital whatever. Um, so I'm not that familiar with digital. I know you do a lot, a lot of stuff 
now on the internet with anything, put things in and out. They can just do it on the phone. It's pretty crazy. But I do believe this photograph. To me, it looks real. And um, um, when we get the other one up for everybody to look at, I'm sure you'll agree. But I agree well, that this is a real photograph. The thing about it is, is you know what? The gentleman is entitled to his opinion. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of people that are opinionated. Mm -hmm. I respect your opinion. That is your opinion, and you're entitled to it. Right. Like, I'm entitled to my opinion, and I'm entitled to my beliefs. Right. I would like to do one thing. I want to thank uh, the folks for listening tonight. Um, folks all over the world are listening, uh, Ed, but um, from all over, PA, wow. from Canada, Florida. We have uh, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Montana. A couple people in Montana. I know if they're listening. England, my friend Neil and Barbara over there listening. Honestly, little Randy in PA, and Doris had eye surgery, and I hope that you heal up well. I had mine done, uh, cataracts, and I can see like HD. Oh, my God, I can see the road. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Ed, just want to say that to a couple folks out there and are listening. Um, numbers are high tonight, by the way, high. I want to open the lines up and uh, so we can take calls of people that are listening out there. We may get two or three, ten, who knows. Um, but uh, we're going to open the lines up. And um, so stand by for this number, please. To talk with Glenn Larry, deep in the desert of Nevada, lines are open at 1-702-874-1114. That's 702-1114. Now, here again, Glenn Larry. And those numbers are there. So let me give you the prompt line. The rump lines are open at 775 990 8275. That's 775-990-8275. All right, there. Good. Hope they heard you okay. All right, Ed, so what are your plans now? Are you, are you going to go back up to Area 51 and take some more photographs? I haven't been back there in eight years, and I'd like to go back. Yeah. You know, it's, it has this feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't explain it, but there's just something there. When I was in California, and the place that I worked for, we provided PR cars. There was a guy that worked for Popular Mechanics, mm -hmm. and he came up to Area 51 to look at the craft at the time. Mm -hmm. There was all kinds of stuff. You saw all this stuff back in the 90s on all the different, you know, Popular Mechanics and this oh, yeah. and that, all, all the I spacecraft. I remember all, all those. the different crafts and all the different airplanes. <laughs> I remember well, all those. He told me about it. And there was a helicopter chasing him for three days. He was burying himself in the desert. Wow. So when I came up here, everybody kept talking about it. And my wife mentioned it. Oh, let's go see what it's all about. Right. And so, so. he did so. Well, I'm, I went there when they had the big, you know, show up to uh, storm, the storm uh, area 51. We did that for a kind of a story. And, um, yeah, I'm very disappointed. Not a lot of people. About 350 of that. Um, yeah. And thank God it wasn't something crazy. Uh, the poor lady had that, the uh, little alien in, all the money she put out for food and all sorts of stuff to prepare for all these people. And they didn't show up. But uh, I understand this is going to be an annual thing going on, kind of get together festival. Well, why not? What the heck? They're not hurting anybody. Having fun with this whole thing. Um, but I don't think Area 51's.
they, they on the last six episodes they showed a speeder. Right. Well, somebody I talked to told me that that was the actual replica of a true speeder. <laughs> Interesting. I saw that. Oh, the uh, X Files. The X Files. Yeah, the X Files. What it was. I've seen several different um, movies about all that. That's been, it's pretty interesting stuff. Um, but I'll tell you, um, I believe Bob, uh, his story has not changed whatsoever. Correct? Correct. And um, the gentleman that has him on, uh, his buddy does the film in for him, whatever, has done his research. Yeah. We have a storm coming through, as I can see. And that's why I drop off once in a while, apparently. We have very good internet, though, now. But uh, apparently there's some clouds in the uh, the hills that might be problems. You ever have problems with your internet at all? Numerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, the radio is terrible, I'll tell you for sure. Yeah, let's open those lines up again. Stand by. They're trying to call in the 1113. You need to call in 1114. To call UFO Talk Radio, the Glen Larry Show, deep in the dark desert of Nevada, call 702-874-1114. North of the Rockies, call 702-874-1114. West of the Rockies, call 702-874-1114. And south of the Rockies, call 702-874-1114. And east of the Rockies, call 702-874-1114. All right. Uh, caller, what is your name and where are you from? You're live on the show. Hello, Glenn. Hello. This is this Barbara. Hi, Barbara, and how are you? Welcome to the I'm show. I'm doing well, thank you. Yes. Um, we it's have been a long time, hasn't it, Glenn? It has been a long time, and we have a gentleman on the phone talking about UFOs and aliens. I, w- I, w- I have been listening to him. It's a very interesting show you have tonight. You know, Glenn, I haven't... I, we haven't touched base in a while. I've been very busy, so I apologize. Right. Um, I'm, well, I'm, I'm glad you called back. We we do miss you. Um, we do. Oh, that's, people, that's very kind. I miss you, too. Well, people have asked about you, Barbara. So, I mean, you know. Now, now folks, if you yeah, know. He said he missed you, too. Oh, that's nice. That's your husband. Yeah. Uh, folks, if you don't know who Barbara is, she's called several times, and she's been a supporter of our show uh, since we started. And you have a little group, do you not? We we, we do, Glenn. We have a... Uh, is there someone else on the phone as well, Glenn? Yes, there is. Uh, you have Ed on the line. Ed, go ahead and say hello to Barbara. Hi, Barbara. How are you this evening? Hi, hi Ed. Good evening to you, uh, uh, Ed. But, yeah, we have a, uh, I live in a community up in Summerlin. Okay. And we get the girls together, and we have a, it's like a UFO kind of a, a, a get-together, like a UFO club, and we talk about UFOs, and we sometimes, now, Glenn, lately we've been going out and uh, trying to watch the sky. Well, good. You might see something out there. <laughs> we We do see things from time to time, but... You know, Glenn, it's hard. Is it a plane? We don't know. We, we're not going. There's light, but we are in, on the. On the excuse, I have a bit of a, a rasp in my throat tonight, but okay. I. I um, we are on the far end of Summerlin. Right. So it's not much of a flight path, or more in the in in the in the 
in the city of Las Vegas. Okay. But we do when we look to the um, to the side of the mountain, uh, we do see light from time to time up there, Glenn. Hmm. Um, have you seen? I mean, just lights. You don't see any type of craft at all. Well, we don't know, Glenn. I mean, it's it, they're they're they, they, they're lights emanating from the sky, Glenn. So okay. All right. We, you know, we you know we don't know. We, Nothing big. Ed, Nothing big. Ed, do you, um, but, do you, you know, sometimes he, uh, uh, Mary says, uh, uh, what, what does she call Irregular um, movement. Movement oh, okay. to the sky. Ed, uh, Ed, do you see lights yourself out there where you live? No, I don't really go out and look at anything anymore. Uh, Ed? Yes. Where are you from, Ed? I'm originally from California. I live in Arizona now. Arizona? Oh, in the Phoenix area? No, I'm I'm about an hour, hour and a half out of Vegas. Hmm. So. Okay, okay. An hour and a half out of, is that like the Kingman area? Uh, um, yes. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. Okay, I'm very familiar with that. Because hmm. when we drive, we, we have some friends in Phoenix, and we stop in Kingman. We, you know, stretch our legs, maybe get a drink or something, and... and, and in Kingman on the way to Phoenix. Wow. Okay. Nice stopping place. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I must say that uh, uh, sincerely, um, uh, Barbara, um, your little group that gets together, do you guys meet mm-hmm. every week or when do you meet? Well, we get together on Sunday. On Sundays. Okay. Most, every Sunday we get together and we, you know, we, most of the time, it's a UFO talk. Okay. But sometimes we'll bring up a book club, mm-hmm. or and we always bring over new wine. Right. Okay. And, and um, we try wine, and um, it started from you, Glenn, when we we were listening to your radio show. Okay. And uh, Maris, one of the girls down the street, her um, um, her son is in the Air Force, mm. and has told her about. Um, uh, UFO, and, okay. and the coincidentally is she was telling her about all this business several years ago, and then and then we, you remember the the, the Pentagon it yes released of, of footage or whatnot right yes <laughs> so um with that uh, that's what we first met does that i don't remember it's been a couple of years back now but uh no, we, we had spoken okay. i called on the phone out of the blue plan. right right yeah okay once well, i get that and um well uh listen barbara we're gonna open the lines again and i want to thank you we well, want to have you back on by the way and we want to thank you and uh, maybe you oh, can have I've been so busy, Glenn. Well, people are you know, asking. I've been remodeling. I've been do, doing some remodeling mm-hmm. in our home, mm-hmm. and we've been we we've been working on our kitchen. You know, we have old kitchen Yeah, yeah. Our kitchen is being remodeled. Yeah, yeah. Please, it's go ahead, Ed. Go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry. Well, what I wanted to say is, Barbara says that she sees different color lights, right, in the sky sometimes. Well, mm-hmm. by McDonald's pictures that I sent you, what do you see in that? Uh, different color lights, streaks of light. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Do you think that might be some type of communication thing with these crafts to someone on Earth or between each other? I think between each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Not so much us, I think, between... We're not... We're not adapted for something like that yet, so even for it to comprehend. Right, right. You know, we had a we had a discussion, Glenn, and Mary seemed to think that there may be basins um, in the mountains. Mm. Have you heard of this? Uh, I've heard of this a secret basins. Yeah, not not here locally. Um, where there's a lot of ice, maybe, but <laughs> where we can't get to. Um, uh-huh. I don't know about here. Maybe. Um, it's very oh, much possible. Basis, I think it's possible. Yeah, I do. I did see a UFO, a cigar-shaped, looked like an aircraft without wings, uh, but portholes they could see through. Mm-hmm. Stop in midair. This was uh, around San Marcos Pass in uh, California, right out of Santa Barbara. And it stopped. Oh, beautiful and, area. Yes. Beautiful, it's, it's beautiful area down in Santa Yes, it stopped, and it went forward and went into the mountains. And I drove around the mountain area to find some debris or smoke or something. Nothing there. Mm, I've told you that story before, but pretty crazy. We're going to open the lines up again. I want to thank you, Barbara. We'd like to get you back on. Maybe have your own your own little... It's been wonderful talking to you. And it's nice talking to you, too. Thank you. Enjoy your evening. Thank you for calling in. Yes, thank you. Have a good evening, guys. You take care, Barbara. Bye-bye. I got to tell you, she really is... Nice lady. She's kind of been on the, you know, she's kind of sports the station also. So yeah. give her a little time. Well, you know what I'm saying? Kind of fun. Kind of fun. Everybody's different in this world. And we get a lot of calls of people from all over. And so yep. that's why you have open lines. But the rule is so no bad language and a one time call per show. Speak into the phone and please make sure that your radio is down or turned off. You know, got the guy, the radio going. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So we're going to open the lines up again. Uh, here we go. To talk with Glenn Larry, deep in the desert of Nevada, lines are open at 1-702-874-1114. That's 702-874-1114. Now, here again, Glenn Larry. And I am back. Let's see who we got on the line here. Okay, caller, you are live. What's your name and where are you from? Well, I would like to tell you about a uh, 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 UFO I seen one time. All right. We'd love to hear it, sir. Go ahead. And what is your name? Chief Hall. Oh, Mr. Chief Hall. All right, sir, go ahead. You're live. Well, I was with a good friend of mine one night, and we had to be setting out eh, somewhere in the desert, and we could make out some unidentified lights in the sky. Mm-hmm. We wasn't quite sure what they was, but they came, they left, and disappeared. So we're pretty not sure they were stars, but, uh, you know, there's no telling what's out there that, you know, we're looking at. Brian, you still with me? Uh, we're here. Oh, I thought maybe you dropped off. So you saw these lights in the sky, and Ed is on the line also, by the way, Chief, and this is a gentleman we have on tonight as our guest. At at a time, pop in and ask questions. All right, sir. Sure. All right, Chief. So you you saw the lights, and what else happened? Uh, you know, they were there one minute, then gone. You know, kind of thought they were stars. Well, then they wasn't, and they showed up in different spots. Uh, it was a really clear night, setting out in the middle of the desert. You I mean you're in the desert? You know how it goes, right? You can see everything for miles. Mm-hmm. 
it, with them popping in and popping out like that, are they um, actually gone? Are they still there? I think that they'd still be there. They're just turning the lights off. <laughs> yeah. This is what I think because but they're there. We know they're there, but we just can't, you know, communicate. We can't as individuals. Do you think? We're not adapted for that. Maybe our government can. Right. Do you, th- do you think that there's there too many things, you know, that show well, that they're there? I've talked to too many people. I've heard too many things. It's like this gentleman, what he saw in the desert in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And one minute they're there and one minute they're not. And next though, you're sitting and wow. Wow. Okay. They're back again. They're back again. We got another call coming through. Sir, thank you for your call, Chief. We appreciate you. Thank you for All your right. call. Thank you. You got it. On the line is open uh, 1114, folks, at 7028741114. Uh, or the line, we have our guest on that line. So don't try calling that line. We'll get you. We'll give you this number one more time. Um, stay with me there, buddy. Okay. To talk with Glenn Larry, deep in the desert of Nevada, lines are open at 1 702 874 1114. That's 702 874 1114. Now, here again, Glenn Larry. Okay, our lines are open, and we have a caller. Hello, caller. Where are you from, and what is your name, please? Um, my name is uh, Ricky. I'm calling first-time caller from Lacey, Washington. Well, Ricky, it's nice to talk to you from Lacey, Washington. How are you today? How tonight? Really good. Uh, we're still on the topic of UFOs. We still are on the topic. Go ahead. Have you seen one? Can you give me a story? You're with Ed also on the line. Yes, uh, I was uh, at Tommy Cove State Park off of Marvin Road in Lacey, Washington, and me and another fellow saw a triangular-shaped UFO silently fly uh, by, and it was heading northbound towards the Seattle area, mm-hmm. and we we just talked amongst ourselves, and the next day we saw it printed in the Tacoma News Tribune. Wow. And and we thought it was pretty funny because the thing was pretty good size, and it was dark outside, and it had a light on each of the triangular uh, vertices on the ends, and mm-hmm. then it had a singular light in the middle, and the lights were different color. One was like red, one was yellow, and one was kind of a bluish color, and it made no noise at all. And so as close as it was, it should have made some kind of noise, but mm-hmm. it just defied our imaginations when we saw it. How big would you say it is, sir? If I if I had to speculate, I'd say it's probably about three school buses in length Whoa. on on in an equilateral triangle. Huh. Um, it was black. What color did you say, or did you? Well, what it was, was it was a triangular-shaped object. It was black in color, but it had a singular large light in the middle and then a light on each of the uh, corners mm-hmm. of the triangle. One was blue, one was yellow, and one was uh, kind of a whitish, off-whitish color. Right. It made no noise. And it made no noise, and it, 
and the lights weren't focused on anything. It was just, at first I thought it might have been uh, some kind of uh, weather balloon or something like that with the lights to prevent other aircraft from hitting it. Right. Because that's the only thing I could think of since it didn't make any noise. Right. So other aircraft would see these lights and know not to go around it, more or less, you're saying. Um, did yeah. it, did the newspaper mention the Air Force involved or anybody else involved with this? By the chance? article said that there were some folks that called in the 911 reporting having seen something fly by in their neighborhood, but nobody could uh, pinpoint it. The air traffic controller people couldn't identify it. Wow. And wow. military didn't respond to it at the time. Hmm. How, so, how fast? Was, how we fast? just thought it was kind of odd that an article showed up in the newspaper the next day. Well, you can't hide it anymore. <laughs> how, yeah, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> how fast do you think this craft was going, sir? Well, it, you know, it looked like it was hovering. Hovering. It was going a straight path, but it was, like, very slow. Mm. It was probably about... I'd say 10 miles an hour at best. It gave us enough time to look at it to see it go uh, through a uh, field where all the cows were grazing and stuff right. mm -hmm. over towards Betty's farm, which is right. the name of a property off of Marvin Road in, in Lacey. Okay. And, and it was heading towards uh, the Tacoma area. Right. Which it explains why. News the local newspaper there picked right. up on it. Ed, have you heard of this before? There's one I saw on the History Channel. It happened in South Arizona, down by oh, needles Finney, the, in that area. Like it was the, a triangulated shape. The people. The Phoenix it's lights. the same thing that this gentleman's explaining. Yeah, it's the Phoenix. That is a, it's a, it's a huge craft, um, sir, uh, from Lacey. I believe his name was Ricky. Um, we want to thank you for calling in and for listening to the sure. show. First time caller, but long time listener. Well, fantastic. We do appreciate you, sir. And be well, be healthy, and give us a call back another time, please. You bet. Thank you for the show. You got it. Thank you for calling. That's nice. Nice person. We're getting pretty pretty close to the top of the hour, which will be a sign off soon. But, uh, Ed, I want to thank you very much. And we're going to get you live in the studio with these photographs and we'll have them up on the site uh something we're gonna work out um okay I, I really want to thank you for taking the time and to um do keep in touch you know the numbers and yeah. uh if you do go back into area 51 and take pictures i want to see i don't have too. a camera anymore I, it's in the philippines somewhere that does it <laughs> <laughs> well we'll have to get some cameras what yeah. the heck yeah, I mean, our phones these days can take some pretty darn good ones, but no, we need something with a zoom lens. I'm quite sure of that. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> again, Ed, Definitely. Thank, thank you so much, and keep in contact. Uh, I'll be talking to you soon again. Okay, well, thank you for, for your time, and thank you for putting me on the air, and thank you for sharing my photo with everybody. Well, thank you, sir. We'll be in touch. Okay, you're Bye -bye. welcome. Yeah. Uh, nice guy. Um, you know, uh, I believe the photograph. Um, I really do. Um, we'll have something better for you real soon, folks. But, um, no, I've got several um, nice uh, comments uh, about this. And, by the way, you folks overseas, thank you so much for listening. I know the time difference really whacked out. Um, a gentleman called me the other night and said, boy, your, your numbers have dropped YouTube. Well, I'll tell you why. 
we are on so many types of podcasts and um, from StreamYard to Reverb Nation to Speakler, Spotify, uh, Twitter, um, uh, Archer, iHeart, uh, uh, a lot of them, uh, Apple Podcast, and uh, of course, Facebook. And uh, the numbers do vary. I add them up one after a while. Oh, wow, those big numbers. But we don't, yeah. It used to be just Facebook and YouTube, but now it's all these iHeartRadio and a bunch. But we're trying to get the name out and the show out. So uh, got some new stuff coming this year. Can't wait. We've got the studio, as you can see, what we're doing here. Um, but we are going to do this. We're going to have different cameras and have different folks in the studio. And we're going to have that fun time like we used to years ago. Yeah, betcha. I want to thank all of you guys for listening tonight. And I want to say hello to Gary out there. He made some comments. Thank you very much. He's a professional. If you get a chance to listen to Night Dreams Radio, yeah, he's a great guy. And he has his own show, and he does very well at that also. But check them all out. Check all these different uh, shows out. They're fun. Um, I don't get into politics. Uh, I do not like politics. And uh, you will notice that on this show, uh, the lace and gray stuff that comes up, we'll talk about that also. Just not UFOs and ghosts and what have you. It's not everything. And uh, we do keep it clean, and that is the rule. Oh, bad language, yeah. So. On that note, I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want you to uh, come back and see us next Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Don't forget on Olympia Radio, we do have the live broadcast, which will it's a different show. It's the Glenn Larry Show, but uh, we're doing music and some other stuff on OlympiaRadio.com. You might check that up. Check it on uh, the Internet. Check on it. Um, also, check out Country of Alta Radio, UFO Talk Radio. It's all there. And there's little buttons you can push that takes you to those websites. Yeah. We're just now, uh, the SSL clearing that thing up. They didn't let me know till later on. Oh, whatever. You know, but you can still get to it. Scroll down and go to the advance and just hit the button and you're there. Yeah. Music playing all the time. We have original, original artists that are on, uh, local artists that come on and uh, do their thing. So it's always something new. All righty. And again, play well, be well, be happy. And again, thank you so much for listening. I am Glenn Larry. This is the Glenn Larry Show on KGOS Radio, UFO Talk Radio, Area 51 Talk Radio also. Thank you so much. Be well.